You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello, and welcome back to The Couplehood Podcast. Today, we are bringing back the Sandbox Spotlight series. We did the series last spring and it was such a hit and we got such great feedback from you that we decided to bring it back again so that you can hear from more real-life couples and their real-life experience. All of the couples in the series are members of my online membership, Couples Sandbox. And Sandbox is designed to help couples reclaim their passion and play. It is designed specifically for parents because I know that as parents, you need that extra support and prompting to support your relationship. And I also know that for parents, it's it's a a special lifestyle and a little bit of a different nuance when you have kids at home and how to keep your relationship thriving while also being amazing parents. And this is what Couple Sandbox does. It gives you conversation starters that bring the focus back to you. We're not talking about work or the house or the kids. We really, really bring the focus back to you. And how it works is there's a whole beautiful video library of lessons or conversation starters, as I like to call them. And each of these conversation starters are between five and 10 minutes long. So they're really, really short and to the point. And the idea is that they prompt meaningful conversation that is focused on you, bringing that focus back to you as individuals and back to you as a couple outside of your role as parents. What's really great about our community is that you get to watch these lessons on your own time. And then every other week, we come together as a community to talk about the most recent lesson. And that helps to bring accountability because let's be honest, sometimes we set things in the calendar as a date at home and we don't follow through on those. And this is why the community and the accountability of Sandbox really, really helps couples create the consistency to give their attention to their couple. The first couple in this new Spotlight series is Brittany and Nick. Brittany and Nick have been together as a couple for six years. They have two children, almost three years old and four months old. And their four-month-old definitely makes an appearance in our recording and in our conversation. And hey, this is life. They are parents and they were so lovely in carving out this time to have this conversation And of course, there's little people that need their attention. And so you are going to hear their little one on the recording today, making some sounds and nursing. And, you know, here we are normalizing parent life. And this is what carving out couple time looks like. They have been couples sandbox members for about two years. And prior to being sandbox members, they went through couples tune up my signature online program where you get clear on your values. And so once they got clear on their values and they realized, oh my gosh, you know, we want to give our couple the support of having consistency. And so that's why they became Sandbox members because that helps with the consistency and carving out that couple time. If you are a couple where one of you has been really great about doing or setting goals individually, whether it's yearly goals, personal goals, or business goals, but maybe you haven't brought that to your partnership yet, You're going to really find this conversation helpful and see how 
when one person has that strength and you you bring that into your relationship, how it helps you as a couple to get clear on your aligned relationship vision. And you're going to hear through Britt and Nick how that helped them not just talk about their vision, but make their vision come to life, which is super, super cool. All right, you guys are going to love this conversation and you're going to love the humor and just the the energy between Britt and Nick. It's really, really lovely. All right, let's dive in. Brittany and Nick, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So let's dive into the first question. What relationship season are you in right now? I guess I'll answer this one. <laughs> uh, we actually did the test because we were we were really thinking on that one. We weren't sure if we were connected, if we were just in, in coasting, but turns out we are connected. And I think doing the tests really kind of gave us that certainty that maybe we're doing better than, than we really thought we were. And I say that just in the sense that there are ups and downs, like every day, I'm sure every couple goes through it. There are ups and downs and we have a four month old. So there are frustrations that we face with each other and internally as well. But actually going through the questions and then seeing the outcome kind of reassured us and gave us that affirmation that we need. And I think after seeing that result, we've kind of been doing better, right? In the past day or so that we've been doing, I mean, a couple of days because we were well prepared naturally. Um, <laughs> that we, that we saw the result. We've been doing a lot better. And, and that affirmation piece is really helpful for us. I don't know, Britt, do you agree? Yeah, totally agree. Right. So going through the detailed questions. And wondering, yeah, where, where are we? Cause not really sure, but then really, cause the questions of the quiz walk you through in detail, like how much couple time are you spending and what is your self care looking like and realizing, oh wow, all of these pieces add up and we are connected. I think we're also moving, like we maybe just landed there. We're kind of just, just moving out of coasting. As Nick mentioned, we, we have our second child is four months old. So we're kind of just getting into that newborn phase and catching our groove again and, and reintroducing the date nights and leaving two kids for the first time <laughs> and things like that and reinforcing kind of our, our wellness practices, our exercise. And I think that's kind of what's propelled us forward. Cause I would have said before those things, we would most certainly would have got the good stick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that honesty. I'm wondering also about how now adjusting to life with your second did you notice how like what relationship season you might have been when your first was born and is it different from where you are now and how you what tools you've learned along the way absolutely and we were actually just talking about it before we opted in the line here but you know i think going through this going through the seasons for the first time especially with our newborn and now for our first child being a newborn and now going through it again with the our new one, I would say we're like we're a season ahead where we were really coping when our firstborn was one, two, three months old. We are really in the coasting season. And I say that because, I mean, we it's our second go around. We knew what we were doing. We were also really we've gone through the really deep coping where to a certain extent, like we're questioning, you know, what we're not connecting. We're just roommates. Why are we just roommates? And so we didn't have that with our our new little one. And there's a dog snoring in the background, so I pair, I apologize if, if anyone hears. So. I can hear it. It's okay. Good. And so understanding the seasons and knowing that they're temporary really does help the mindset. And just if I can, can like go back to our first question, another thing that was really helpful when we were answering and doing this, the the questionnaire again for this month, let's say, we landed differently. We landed differently on what I would choose versus what she would choose. And it was a discussion point and we talked about it and then we came up with a discussion together or an answer together. 
So that was also very helpful. So definitely, you know, we do take our lessons learned very seriously, especially through the coping seasons. And as we go from one kid to kid number two, and I think that just translates across the board in terms of we've been here before. We know what we need to do to get out of it. We know that it's temporary. And let's try to get to that better place sooner. Yeah. And then the last thing I would just add there is I think with your first kid versus your second, you don't have that whole identity shift as much as you do with your first, like becoming a mom, becoming a dad that we were dealing with independently with our first and then trying to to meld that of like in your partnership and relationship that we didn't have to do this time. Like we were already moms and dads and we were already a family. And so I think that also really helped us as well. Mm-hmm. Right. That sense of self, that shift and that that rebirth of you being a parent and then also how that affected your relationship too. that realization. Oh, yeah, we've done this before. We've done the deep work. You've been consistent with your own individual self-care and growth and with your couple, too, since then. So what a journey you've been on to be able to have these tools now in your toolbox. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you kind of live and, you know, you live more of a mindful set and, and intentionally because you know what's coming and You've been through the season before. It's just, I think this, you know, going around it, uh, this trigger of having the second kid, and I'll call it a trigger because it's a lot of people go through, go back to coping as soon as a child is born. And there's, speaking of child, she's again, screaming and snoring in the background. There's just chaos in this house perpetually, but we're better equipped. And I'm glad we went through that season. So what led you to joining couples tune up? Cause I knew you guys started with couples tune up and then ended up doing couples sandbox. So. Yeah. What led you to want to join that and to carve out that time for each other? Yeah, I think I think we were just at a point in our relationship where we just wanted to be a little bit more intentional with how we spent time together, how we talked, uh, like talked about the big things, because it was so easy for us to have just gotten into a groove of everyday life. And all we're kind of talking about is our kids and the routine and the grocery list and all of those things and and we weren't being as intentional with our evenings we're watching tv and we're flopping into bed or our date nights you know we're in infrequent and so i think like we just wanted some structure and to, some guidance on how to talk to each other again how to bring up big things how to figure out what we want next and and what we're working towards so i think that's what initially led us there and then the sandbox piece i think the the opportunity to join other families who are at similar life stages or or even ahead or, or behind us was just a really cool opportunity to normalize what was going on, either what we had just gone through or what we were about to go through or, you know, all of those things that come with your kids growing and changing and going through different phases and your relationship doing the same. That was that was what was most valuable for us and kind of what has like continued to fuel us, I would say. So hearing from other couples who are in that same season with with children, whether they have children who are a bit older, or a little bit younger, that was really normalizing for you. Yes. And and normalizing that is, is really an asset in terms of just our mental stability. And we're not the only ones going through this and we can lean on others and we could really see when other people are hitting rock bottom to know that we're also, you know, amidst the weeds here. And I think having those discussions and using Sandbox as a tool is is so very helpful in facilitating that discussion. And there's been so many times when we've had a tense week with each other or we weren't really connecting or just going through emotions. And then a question would be posed in the middle of that of like, what are you grateful for? What is one thing 
you noticed about your partner this week or something that really, we're forced to answer because we're on a call and, and everyone's <laughs> going around the table. And like, I may have been stewing about Nick forgetting to do something, I'm sure. Which rarely happens. <laughs> and I'm forced to answer that question. And while, and going, and while reflecting on that and kind of going through it, I'm like, oh yeah, I do, I do love him. I, I do even like him. And <laughs> I, I just found it really helpful. Like it kind of snaps you out of wherever, wherever you're kind of being distracted by. Yeah. I mean, at one point I remember, I think it was on our first or second and re- alluding to like the week that, you know, it'd been really tense and we just weren't in a good place. We did this and actually like we got emotional because we just got right back into this is, this is why I fell in love with Britt and this is why she fell in love with me. And just answering that point to Blake question really helped. Yeah. And having that accountability, right? Like we're not in the best place right now, but we're going to show up and you're showing up for each other. To be clear, it's just now there's a space that's been presented that helps you to be accountable. Yeah, absolutely. And I love I love that you're using that example of like, oh, we weren't in the best spot, but we did show up and it really shifted the energy. This is so important with our relationships, especially when we have young kids is the dynamic. We we need to change energies. This is why like we need to have outside conversations with other couples or our friends or our family members to shift the energy. So you just described that so beautifully, right? Deciding we're going to show up anyways and and really feeling that shift. As soon as you are around other people, even though these are virtual calls, you're still feeling that energy of others and how much it affected you specifically. Yeah. I love that. I know that you guys have done some amazing visioning together since we've been working together, right? Your family and relationship vision has been really clear over time. And I'm wondering if you could share any of your big dreams that maybe have started to come to fruition. Absolutely. And I know before meeting me, Britt was a huge proponent of vision boarding and setting goals. She would set monthly and and yearly goals and really work hard to like attain them and meet them. I wasn't really of that nature. And so there was a bit of a clash when we met just in terms of what we want to prioritize. And I think over the years, Britt has definitely taught me that setting those goals and meeting those goals just leads to a better you. And so, or a better me in this case. And so joining the sandbox, we've, we're able to really sit down and, and work through that activity, put our visions together of what we want, both individually together as a family. An example, an outcome of that is we both landed where we wanted a second property. And so we moved out of Toronto not too long ago. We moved to, to the suburbs here. So uh, life did change a bit. It was, it was a little more open space, but a lot less quieter. We didn't have the opportunity to like explore many different things as we would when we were in the city. And we just both wanted a second property so that we can have a little bit of a change of lifestyle and go to somewhere that's even quieter and live more intentionally in a forest somewhere. And we were actually able to do that. And we, we prioritized that. And a couple of weeks ago, we saved or we were able to close on a property. So we got some chunk of land up north and now it's, it's another project that we're taking on together. So being able to sit down and, and vision board and, and get our values, you know, aligned definitely Definitely let us succeed in that capacity. That is so exciting. Congratulations. It's such a big deal. And also that wasn't something that just happens overnight buying a property, obviously. So to know that you first, you had to get clear on what was important for you and then to take the steps that lead you to now you have this this property up north. What what was that like, the, the process of getting clear on that together or working towards that together? You know, I think it was at first, it didn't necessarily seem organic. Well, to me anyway, because I'd never really, and sorry, we have our four month old just sitting here with us, but she's doing great. She's, she, wel- <laughs> she's welcome in our conversation. You're doing great. And I'm getting 
getting big smiles right now. You know, I think for me, it wasn't really natural. I never really put whatever was in my head subconsciously onto paper. I think for Brit, it was a little more natural, can you assume? But once we started the process, it was really organic and we were able to just put down on paper what we wanted, like I said, for ourselves as a couple and as a family, and then pick one that was a major one and and go for it. That's so neat. How about for you, Britt, that this is a process for you, the goal setting that comes really easily for you. You've been doing this quite regularly, but now to be able to do it with Nick, does that make you feel closer to him or how does that impact your relationship? Yeah, I think the first time we did it, it was reassuring to know that because I think in our day to day, sometimes it can just seem like we're just so different. Like, how does he not see the the thing at the bottom of the stairs that needs to be brought up? And how does he know that <laughs> notice the toys that need to be cleaned up or all of the things that we differ on? Because I can't possibly miss them or forget them. But this exercise was like, oh, okay, we we are aligned. Like we both listed an opportunity to have you know somewhere else to go or a change in lifestyle. We had both listed travel, little things that were like, okay, like we are aligned. We definitely have our unique interests in and things that we focus on as individuals. But the big stuff we were aligned on, which felt really nice. Mm -hmm. I think similar to like our first discussion point was seeing that we were in the connected season. This is just like another affirmation that was on paper. It was a physical thing that we could or a tangible thing that we could kind of work towards. But also it reminded us that, yes, we are aligned and this is why we got together and this is why we love each other. Yeah. You know, so many people who are listening are probably resonating with that feeling of the day to day moments. We all have unique quirks and differences and expectations. And those little day to day moments can really be challenging when we don't pause to pull back and look at the big picture. And I love that you're highlighting that and realizing like, oh, yeah, we are aligned. But you don't get aligned just by accident. You guys have been really consistent. You've paused. You've taken the time to get clarity on that. And I think that's really, really important for for people listening is it doesn't happen by accident. If it does, it's it, it's rare because relationships, especially after having kids, they, they need that intentionality. And you guys are such an example of doing that. It's so nice to hear you talk about your experience. Thank you. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you. And if there is anyone who is resonating, it's it's a lot of work and it does take work and sitting down and especially with kids, you're going a million miles a minute, but actually it's slowing down and putting, you know, pen to paper does take a lot of effort and might not be something you necessarily want to do. But the, in, the at the end, it you know, it did work out and it was worthwhile. And that's also very important to recognize is worthwhile. Is worth <laughs> it continues oops, to be worthwhile. <laughs> and will forever be worthwhile. <laughs> Till the end of time. Till the end of time. <laughs> right. As I like to say, it's not a one and done you conversation. Know. It's she, ongoing, as you yeah. know. Slip on I my have, part. Sorry, everyone. I love you guys are so honest and, and real. This is just so nice and refreshing. I have a question for you about, as you know, I say, how you love each other today lives on through your children and in generations to come. And I'm wondering, how do you want your kids to embody your relationship? We think about this often because we both came from very different types of families. And we remind ourselves often that our kids, our kids are watching us. We are their, we are their greatest model. And, and that is true of, of what a partnership looks like and, and whoever they choose as their future partner. We want them to, to see an example that, that they can use if they want it or, and tweak it to make it work for them. But 
that they're not doing like the what not to do kind of model. So showing showing each other affection in front of our kids, showing each other forgiveness in front of our kids. So if they do see us disagree or things be tense, we we try to model the the apology and, and the coming back together as much as we can and and owning when we messed up and apologizing both to our kids when we mess up with them and and to each other. And then I also think just being fun and funny is something that we've always been very playful as a couple. But that doesn't come naturally as much to me. Nick brings it out of me, but Nick is very playful. And so I think that's one thing that really neither of us saw in our parents growing up. And so the the lightness that it brings to our relationship when we're struggling to to be playful and to have fun is really valuable. And so we're trying to bring that into our family as well. We're noticing even with our two and a half year old when he's when he's being a two and a half year old, being funny and, and being playful versus coming down really heavy is actually really working. And so, Amazing. you know, just bringing some of that into it. That's what that's what we kind of hope that they're taking away. And we're doing the work as individuals to make sure that whatever we're carrying from our childhood or, or what we saw is not being brought down to our kids and probably all screw up our kids in some way. But at least they're being intentional. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think, <laughs> I mean, not so blatantly put that last sentence there. <laughs> But, you know, we, we are human and we do get we do get frustrated. We do raise our voice. And so we don't scream at our kids just as a PSA. It's more of a firm tone. I don't want anybody judging me on the line here. But I also we also really want our kids to, to learn and, and to grow. You know, I take lessons learned from my parents and apply the do's and don'ts as I see fit. And I want them to do the same. Humor is, is a big part of our, our life here. And it just, you know, adds a little spice to our everyday pandemic life and even before the pandemic but we really just we we try to keep everybody happy and and try to make jokes where we can and get a dance party going every once in a while and we just want you know our kids to grow up reflecting on us saying you know they modeled a really good relationship they modeled conflict and resolution trust and most importantly respect and that's that's really the pillars that we define how we parent oh i love these so much they're so beautiful. As you know, before we end every couple sandbox call, I ask each person to share what they're grateful for about the other. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Britt is, and this might sound cheap, but she is literally like the entire package. She is in, in incredibly intelligent and tries to bring out her, her mantra in life is live a little extra because some people can't and some people don't have the ability to. And so she really instilled that in me and Every moment of every day, just trying to capture the the goodness and silver lining. It's not easy, truthfully, kind of dwell in, in the negative sometimes. But we take that with a grain of salt now and we just do what we can for ourselves, for each other, for our kids. She has taught me to to really see the silver lining, see where we can learn, see where we can grow. You know, perfect example, if I can steal the spotlight here for a bit more. A couple nights ago, our two and a half year old was 12 in the morning and just as a PSA, I am completely useless when I'm, you know, woken up from a deep sleep. I am just useless. And I apologize sincerely on that one, Britt. But we, it was 12 in the morning. He wasn't, he wasn't sleeping and he was screaming and I wasn't necessarily being helpful because I was still in a, you know, a haze and we got into a bit of an argument and it got heated and whatnot. And for me, I'm a very linear thinker and just having a, a list in front of me just tells me what, what I can do, how I can support. And even though she was, probably extremely infuriated with me at that point in time Britt knew that knew what it what I needed to succeed and she at two in the morning kind of threw a quick list together as to what is lacking and 
gave me a really good opportunity to approach just what's on her mind and take that, share that load with her in that point in time and for the week coming up, let's say. And it helped. And I was able to really bounce back and, and kind of we were able to get out of that rut really quickly. So that discipline on her part, really just kind of absorbing any frustration or ego or what have you and re- reframing it just in the best interest of our couple. Stuff like that is is why I am and will continue to be in love with her. I can hear how much you're grateful for. Thanks for sharing the details and the nuances of that. And just for being honest, like, yeah, we all have our moments and I appreciate your humanness and sharing. Thank you. How about for you, Britt? What are you grateful for? I think like big picture, what I'm most grateful for right now with Nick is his both with me, you know, with our kids and, and with various transitions that we take on. Patience is something that I've learned as a mother, but it does not come naturally to me. And so often I grant the kids a lot more patience and not so much him or even myself as easily. But Nick is just inherently patient, very easygoing. And yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful. If what comes to mind right now is going through big transitions. I, like I, we dream big and <laughs> I love, I love to like push the boundaries. But when it actually comes to signing the papers and, and making the moves and handing over the money, that stresses me out in a big way. So what I really value in Nick is is his ability to be patient with me and walk me through all the the ins and outs of of it as I ask a million like what if questions and go through all the pros and cons and he's he's ready to sign his pens on the paper but he needs to kind of be super patient and and walk through with me on that before we can move forward as a couple and he totally understands that I need a little bit more time and and guidance and support. So that's just one example, but I think that's probably one thing I'm most grateful for. Yeah, most uh, prevalent mm-hmm. <laughs> as of today. I love that one because it's it's a reminder that we all have different timelines. And having that patience for each other's timeline is, is such a huge part of every relationship. Thanks for highlighting that. All right, you guys, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for sharing so honestly and keeping it real with everybody. And your your daughter has been amazing. <laughs> She's job. like literally on the recording and is, has been so wonderful. Thank you. Background. Thanks for going with the flow. <laughs> Absolutely. And Allison, it was great to see you. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Take care, guys. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.